Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. And boy oh boy, do we have a horrific film to talk about today. <laughs> hey Tim, how you? You good? Oh, yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, you feel good, good. That's just good to yeah. know because I, I, I want to gauge where you are before we start talking about this. Mm. So, one of the things we've been doing since October 2017, that's right, it's been over a year since we started this franchise, wow. we we did the Howling October 2017 for the Octoberthon, and we have been gradually chipping away at the franchise <laughs> ever since. And today, we are talking about the Howling 7 New Moon Rising. <laughs> and we'll start, you know what? Spoilers the whole thing. No one cares. Trust me. You do not care about this getting spoiled. There's nothing to spoil. Even though there's technically a lot of twists towards the end. But it, really, you don't care. Trust me. Trust me. So just, just to put this in perspective, just to give you a recap, if you've been watching all of our Howling reviews and listening to them, 4, 5, and 6 were garbage. <laughs> Mm-hmm. to varying degrees right they, they were all garbage they, they they peaked between the three of them they peaked at like a three out of ten that mm-hmm. that is the, the the level of quality that we are currently in and now i've been in a streak with the howling mm-hmm. so i will ask you this tim yeah did howling seven break mm-hmm. the streak did you enjoy new moon rising did i enjoy new moon rising I no, I did not enjoy New Moon Rising, and the reason why I'm talking like that is, that, is because that's how every actor, quote unquote actor in the movie, talks. This is this, no, this is true. In particular, uh, there's a detective. Apparently, mm. apparently he's a detective. I don't buy it for a second. There's, yeah. there's never anything that actually convinces me that he's actually a detective, but. He, the, he talks about like that, as, yeah. yeah. They may as well just had the detective actually rent the Howling movies. Like, <laughs> I feel like that would have been more believable than what he was doing. Uh, also, I, I hope if, you, if, if you're going to watch this movie, I hope you enjoy country music. I hope you enjoy <laughs> lane dancing. Oh, you better love it. <laughs> and montages of, of both of those things happening a lot. Because this is more like a 90-minute series of music videos that happens to have a little bit of plot around them, like, on either side. That's essentially what this yep. is. I could be wrong here, but I have a theory that whoever held the Howling franchise rights in the 90s lost them to a bar owner in a poker game. <laughs> And they because... wanted to just promote their bar and all the country music. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I could see it. JoJo's baffling. Is this equally feels like, oh, they just wanted to, to make a, a, a collection of country music performances. Yeah. Right? It equally feels like that. And that would imply they don't care about the Hurling franchise. But at the same time, this is the only movie in the franchise that tries to, like, Makes sense of continuity and it like has characters appearing from four, five, and six. The three yeah, worst it, ones. Well, now there's four worst ones, but and it's not even like one, two, three are that good. Two and three, especially. Like that, that, this is a bad franchise. At, at least with like Hellraiser, right? Which I've not seen all the sequels yet. But at least with Hellraiser, <laughs> you probably love the first one at the very least. A lot of people like the second one. Mm-hmm. At least it's good before it goes to shit. 
The first Howling's okay. not even that good. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I like the first Howling enough. Like, you know, we said it, you know, a couple of times. I, I think it's a, a pretty good movie that just suffers from a boring middle, but there was stuff in the beginning and the end that I liked. Um, and then the, yeah, the second and third ones, uh, definitely bad movies, but at least they're so crazy and cheesy that you can have a lot of fun with it. But then everything after that, they've just been so remarkably boring. And um, I... Honestly, I just watched this yesterday, and I I don't think I could really tell you like anything what happens other than yeah, that's just a lot of country stuff at a bar because there's like no plot, like especially no werewolf plot. Like oh god, <laughs> we'll I, talk about yeah. Tell, there's a reason. There's a reason why I left this until the last minute because I knew if we if we if I had any time between watching it and I was recording it, yeah. there would be no way in hell I'd remember any of this crap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh, I I can tell you that uh, there's some flashback to other Howling movies. Uh, they, someone like dropped some dirt in some chili. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a major plot point. Yeah. It's a major plot point. <laughs> That's about all I remember, though. <laughs> like... So, it's a small town, mm-hmm. apparently in Northern California, although it feels more like Texas. I don't... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who they're kidding with this, this setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they... they so, so, this mysterious baker rolls into town and looks for... A job which instantly made me think of Howling Six because that was the you know the, the mysterious guy shows up in town and mm-hmm. remember how the preacher was like oh uh, I'm so thankful you're here would you like to live with us and help me you know paint my church remember that yeah. remember the whole plot it, it didn't go <laughs> quite into that but it was like he's asking for a job at the start and the guys the, you know the guys like well we don't pay much but you know we'll give you something mm-hmm. to eat and a place to stay and he's like oh that's the best offer I've had all day and I'm like you're doing this again <laughs> right so that's the thing. I didn't recognize him at first, but when he started talking, the main guy, Ted, I was like, wait a minute, he was in Hilling 5. This was the Australian guy from Hilling 5, right? Mm-hmm. And later on, it showed you flashbacks, so it confirmed it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, they actually got a character back, and he's like a main... And I couldn't remember how his story ended in 5, you know, I mean, quote-unquote story. But I Was 5 remember... the one in the castle? Yeah, 5 was the one in the castle. Okay. And I couldn't remember, like, how it ended, but I, I was like, yeah, I recognize him. I recognize his voice. This is insane. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... I guess he's the werewolf there, assuming that he was like left at the end of that movie with the werewolf. But it turned out it wasn't. When they showed me no. the flashback, it was actually a different character who was with the woman at the end. And I was like, okay, all right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> they, they, they do a bit of retcon to explain how he survived later on. It was like a new flashback showing that he got found in the snow. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But I mean, the yeah, the the werewolf plot though is like pretty much non-existent. Like, uh, I would say, you know, uh, not not including the flashbacks, you probably get less than a minute of werewolf screen time in this. Yeah, no, absolutely. What you get instead is you get this horrible red POV thing that is so Mm -hmm. muddy and it's so undetailed that you can't actually really make sense of what you're looking at when it, when it's in the okay. red POV. <laughs> to the point where there's a couple of times where this happened where I didn't even know who died because <laughs> it was just it was so awful. I didn't I, I couldn't make sense of what I was looking at. It was it was awful. It was it was like, you know, Highland 5 was too dark to see anything. This did like a whole new mm-hmm. thing. 
It's like, hey, everything's yep. in this really awkward red predator style thing, but it's like in Predator you still made out people's shapes. Mm-hmm. You still ma- oh, made yeah. out what they were doing. Uh, to be fair, it could have been crystal clear HD, and I probably wouldn't have known who the character was. They all kind of just blurred together for me. It's like, all right, yeah, just a lot of drunk townsfolk. That's pretty much what you, what you got for characters in this. I'm just fighting a cat off camera. That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so I couldn't believe in the first like half hour of this how many times we'd have like a quick scene where there'd maybe like be you know four or five lines of dialogue and it'd be ted getting this job at the bar and showing that he's a bit of a smart ass and he makes up stories about himself and then it'd be like you know maybe 30 seconds to a minute long scene and then we go back to another montage of line dancing and country music (laughs) and like it's like really weird like i don't know like it seems like they're trying to do like music videos or stuff or something but like it'll just be you know, like someone will be sitting at a bar and then like another person will just pop up. And, and I don't mean like they'll walk up to it. Like they'll literally just like, you know, like pop into frame and then followed by like another one. Like it's a music video, but it's like the shittiest, most boring music video ever. It is painfully boring. So here's the thing. So the only thing that's going on outside of this, obviously eventually people start dying and the plot is kind of that people suspect that Ted's behind deaths because they really like mm-hmm. him at first, but then he gets suspicious of him. Um, and when I say that, like I, I, when I say that, it sounds like there's more going on than there actually is. Mm-hmm. When you watch it in this movie, it's so just out and like all of a sudden someone's died and someone suspects that it's him. And there's like a couple of scenes of them kind of like snooping out of his room or whatever. And that, that is it. Yeah. Like that's all there is. And, and Ted's the like the writer and director and everything too, right? Uh, Ted Smith, Clive Turner, yes, yes. He 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 directed himself in this, yes. Yeah. So it's like, of course, he's like also the like perfect, like can do no wrong. Like everyone pretty much instantly loves him. He always has the most exciting stories, and people are kind of like hanging on his every whim and stuff. And yeah, you know, it's just like there's no like character to him. It's just like he shows up. He's very charming, enigmatic. Uh, he gets a job. Uh, some people suspect him, but Holy. it never seems like people don't like him. Right, so he actually wrote Helling 4 and 5, as well as this one, but he only oh. directed 4 in this one. So the so 5, the one that he was like a major character for the first time, he uh, he didn't direct <laughs> that one. He just came back to be an actor, which is okay. weird. What's what really bizarre is that eventually there's a, like a flashback to 4, and it points out that he was in 4 as well. As, as like a cameo and mm-hmm. it's such a random like one note little cameo where he's like this driver of a truck or something like that that i was like wait what i, I don't believe for a second that he was like he, you know <laughs> when, when they put him in howling five i don't think for a second they intended that to be the same character that he was in howling four because in howling oh, no. four it's just a cameo to the point where i actually i looked him up in imdb to check if it was actually him uh, that popped up again because remember how in the last movie in six I said there was a cameo from the the, the girl from from five who was the werewolf oh, at the circus. Okay. This one mentions the circus. It mentions her being at the circus. It also shows you clips of five. It shows you clips of four. The main character, the survivor of four, is a character in this movie. She shows up and she's like living in this town as well. They're all living in this yeah. town somehow. <laughs> this is insane. It's trying to like make sense of the last like three movies, and nothing does. Like every movie makes like new rules for the. At one point in this, because the the side plot, the, the the detective plot, if you will, is this detective who's like seventy years old interviewing a priest who's like sixty years old, and 
he's asking him about werewolves and stuff, and the priest keeps telling him this story. And at one point, he just randomly says, and tonight is the three-year anniversary of that night in Budapest. <laughs> and that's how long it takes for a werewolf to become fully grown when they mature. <laughs> and I'm like, since when? <laughs> yeah, when has that ever been established? It's like, now, now the werewolf can make other werewolves. He couldn't do that before. Yeah. <laughs> despite the fact that like every movie has been about like someone becoming a werewolf like <laughs> every single one is is maddening um like is... I, I i do appreciate the effort to like try to make sense of continuity and tie stuff together and like uh i mean that, that could have been like a fun batshit crazy thing if you you, you know like have a really insane plot or whatever but they kind of went just the most boring way possible with it where it's just like hey we're just gonna take characters from every movie and have a detective ask him questions and show flashbacks it's like oh this is like the boringest most lazy way to try to tie anything together a detective well, who doesn't believe anything he's hearing from this priest who's mm-hmm. like a werewolf hunter or like enthusiast or whatever <laughs> until he suddenly does out of nowhere like halfway through and he just kind of goes along with everything but, so here's the so here's the thing. The movie starts and we find this detective like find this dead body, and he goes mm-hmm. to this priest to talk about uh, like anything the you know the exorcisms and anything the church deems unholy, and mm-hmm. I don't know why why he's like he's led to that <laughs> to, to even go to him in the first place. But they start talking right. It's night time and they start talking and he's like, oh, I need to tell you about werewolves in Budapest and three hundred years ago. Is like, well, this is a long story. And by the way, every time it cuts back to them, at least in the first half of the movie, every single scene with them ends in the exact same way, where the cop leans forward and goes, you know, buddy, this is a lot to take in. Can we take a break? <laughs> and then it cuts back to the line dancing. Like, that yeah. is literally the formula for the first half of this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he always, like, ends up, like, wanting to go back to the bar or get a drink or something. And, like, everything like feels so repetitive like even mm. like the dialogue I, I feel like everyone always says stuff twice like i think there's one scene where he's like you know like now i'm only concerned with the facts and then like the priest will be like all right well i'm only going to tell you the facts good because i only want to hear the facts it's like huh. <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> so here's the thing that really got me though is that the first couple of times we see them they're, they're in the priest's like you know office and mm-hmm. it's night time it, then, then it cuts to like you know Ted arriving at the bar and getting the job, and it cuts back to the the priest and the guy talking, the, the detective. And it's okay, fine, it's the same night, and then it cuts to like the next day. There's a montage set to country music of <laughs> Ted like on his first day on the job. It's during the day, and he's sweeping up, and then he starts like all three of the guys start dancing in the bar, <laughs> and he's been sweeping like you know the the, the floor into the, or not the floor, you know what I mean? He's been sweep, he's been sweeping the floor, but he's been sweeping like the trash into his little container, and then he starts like holding the container up and he's dancing, and I'm like. It would all fall out. You clearly haven't been like this has been fake. You've not been doing anything this whole time. Like, but so right, and then then that's the thing. So after this montage during the day of Ted's first day in the job, which is clearly the next day because he arrived at the bar at night, mm-hmm. it cuts back to the detective and the priest still sitting in his office at night time, <laughs> and it, right, and I'm like, wait. If they've been like there for twenty four hours, if they've been sitting talking this whole night, what's happening? And then it cut back to Ted at, at his work 
talking to some of the patrons of the bar, and then it cuts back to the conversation with the detective and the priest, and <laughs> this is where this like section where they're in his office finally ends for this first batch, mm-hmm. and I laughed out loud when the detective said, you know what, it's getting pretty late. We should, we should probably continue <laughs> this tomorrow. And I'm like, no wonder, it's been going for two whole days already, you tit. <laughs> And Jonah you know is, you know that this wasn't meant to be cut up. You know that they shot this to be one scene that was going to be one night, and then they said, "Shit, this is too boring. We have to cut it up over like three or four parts." And because of that, it now technically takes place over like four days. Yeah, I'm sure. The detective was like, "I'm tired. Like, let's just." <laughs> I can't say this same scene four more times. We gotta... <laughs> I uh, and it, it's so funny. To, like when you're thinking about, you know, like usually when we see like you know cop scenes or you know interrogation scenes or like questioning stuff like in movies, it's usually so fast paced. And you have like you know these detectives that are like, I don't want you leaving that room until you get a confession. And then it's just funny in this to have a cop be like, I, I can't hear anymore. This like let's come back tomorrow. <laughs> like it, it's just so like lazy. It's it, insane. He talks very slow. He repeats things like you said. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of like the mum in the room. Well, the way she would speak in that, that movie, where, where, she, yeah. where she would kind of like slowly explain everything she's talking about. I feel like mm-hmm. he speaks the same way. Yeah, um, I, mean, that's, I feel like that's like a classic, uh, just like bad script writing where it's, yeah. you know, it, it's the, you know, you're, you're, you know, telling people you're not showing them like usually you'll, you know, kind of like suss out a character or what's happening through their kind of, you know, their actions and their dialogue instead of just having, you know, characters very blatantly tell you like what's up. Like, that's not like how people talk in like real life. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he he not only like says too much, but he also and not only over explains it, but he also kind of like telegraphs how he feels about it in a weird way through the yeah. dialogue. <laughs> like he he has to really point out like, oh, this is surprising to hear that the werewolves mm-hmm. exist. It's really hard to take in. Can can, can <laughs> you try and break this down for me a little bit more, please, sir? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, it, it just I don't know. Like if if everything felt long and drawn out in his dialogue. And then the, a lot, a lot of the bar patrons felt like that. The, you know, the people who work at the bar mostly felt like that as well. I, Maybe not as bad, but yeah. I guess uh, supposedly, I think uh, I, I don't know about like every character, but I think the majority of the people in the movie were just actual residents of this town. Uh, like I, I think they just use. Uh, basically regular people which kind of explains the acting i yeah, think they're all terrible so that <laughs> that, that, that tracks yeah. like everyone uh you know everyone's very stiff and wooden uh you can tell that they're reading from cue cards uh, uh i i was reading something online that yeah most of the people just their characters are just their real names because people couldn't remember like <laughs> like being a character <laughs> Yeah, it it makes a thing because the the owner, the couple who own this bar, like she, the the the, the wife's a, like, the country singer and she does a lot of performances. And mm-hmm. there's so many times where it'll just cut to her like talking to the crowd, and it's like her, you know, making the small talk, you know, to the crowd before she gets into her song. She yeah. sets it up with context, and we do that like four times in the movie, including the ending. Like after the very abrupt ending to the actual werewolf plot, it just cuts to her like talking to the crowd again, saying, "Hey, do you want to hear me yeah. sing a song about this?" And then she starts singing, and the credits start rolling. And I, I was actually starting to like miss uh, the song from Helling Two, you know, the in the pale moonlight of the moon. Remember how that 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 get played like eight times in that movie? You know what? Oh, I yeah. miss that. I miss that after this. Oh, yeah, I would gladly take that song. 
Uh, I mean, or it would have been great to see him maybe do a country cover of it. That could uh, be fun. I mean, that movie had, you know, for cheese, red, brown, and also had Christopher freaking Lee. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was bad, but it had something going for it. That, that's, this is painfully boring to sit through. There's yeah. just so much time killing. And whenever there is actually like a confrontation or there's actual plot happening, everyone's just like half asleep as they read their lines. It's it's Yeah, it's <sighs> it's really hard to tell what's going on, but not because the movie's confusing, just because it's so goddamn boring it's like a challenge to pay actually attention. pay attention yeah. <laughs> well i will say the, the last act is actually quite confusing because we get to this point where the the detective and the priest mm-hmm. are debating what's actually going on and who's the werewolf <laughs> and they start like presenting their versions of this what they think's happening and because and this is the other weird thing about this is that those two don't interact with anyone else in the movie until after this, uh, you know, until this scene where they're theorizing what's going on, and they're talking about everyone like they know who everyone is, even though they've not been involved with any other character up until this point. And then after this scene where they're theorizing what's going on, and we're seeing their versions play out, and you know, as if it's happened, um, then they do start interacting with characters as if they've been doing that the whole movie. So it feels really disconnected to me. But so we have this scene where they're sitting down and they're talking about, okay, so the priest is like, no, it's Ted. Ted's the werewolf and here's how he did it. And he explains mm-hmm. how why he's here and what he's doing and, and he killed this guy and he killed it. Because we see, we see a couple of people die, both of whom get into mm-hmm. kind of fights with Ted for different reasons. One mm-hmm. doesn't like him uh, because he's like blackmailing him or something like that. And then the other guy is, a, is just an idiot in the bar that he, he basically made a fool of by doing this little magic trick that turned out to just be oh, like a, yeah. a trick to you know <laughs> take his money uh just to teach him a lesson more than anything else which by the way after that guy turns up dead they check his wallet and he's got his own newspaper clipping showing that he's a convict or showing that he's a, a parolee who's out but he's like a murderer and i'm like what he's a murderer and again this is delivered with such flat dialogue of like the, the woman who runs the bar going Oh my god, he's a convict. Uh, what? <laughs> what is this oh movie? <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so, so the, the the priest explains why he thinks it's Ted, and then the detective, for some reason, like, adamantly believes that it's not Ted, and explains, no, no, you know, we don't have anything other than the fact that he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It could be this, it could be that, and he explains some alternate versions. To the point, by the way, where he then explains a scene that's happened with Ted when Ted mm-hmm. tried to escape that we actually didn't get to see yet. Oh, yeah. Right, because at one point he starts saying how, oh, and then Ted, when he was confronted, tried to run, so I chased him down and got him in my mm-hmm. car. And I'm like, this never happened. We never saw this. <laughs> <laughs> and from this yeah, point um, on, like when, when he goes back to Ted, they've got him locked in his motel room, and he, mm-hmm. he's sort of imprisoned there for, for the time being. But we never mm-hmm. actually saw how he got caught. We never actually did that part of the movie. The, the, the detective explains it as if it's already happened, and I guess it did. But we just cut over it, and now we see it when he's explaining it. But keep in mind, before this scene, we never see a detective talk to any other character other than the priest and the no. the character from the, the the fourth movie who he goes and interviews. Mm-hmm. yeah this movie's not very overly concerned with basically like showing us anything i think especially very evident with the ending 
this is a case where not only did they tell us instead of show us, or for, no, they, they did show us, they showed us as he was telling us, but they did mm. that instead of just showing it when they actually had the footage of it happening. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Tim, explain it's it to me. I don't understand. <laughs> it's very mind-boggling. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know... It's kind of. I'm, I'm very surprised when you you said that this guy also directed the fourth movie because, like, you know, the fourth movie obviously not good, but at least it seemed more like a movie. Like this is, I don't know, literally, it, it's very bizarre how they made it. It's just. I, I remember four so being many... equally as boring. Although this one's definitely worse sure. because it's got just all this weird country <laughs> music stuff going on as well. It's bizarre. I feel I feel like all of the Halloween movies for some reason have to have like, their thing. Like you know, the sixth one's got the circus, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the the fifth one's the the the, the castle, the the, the, the fourth yeah. one's the kind of just shitty remake of the first one. The third oh, one right, is right. the marsupials. Yeah. <laughs> like I just but but the the actual the the plot of the movie gets actually really convoluted mm-hmm. and hard to understand. I don't actually know for sure what really happened. Like because. We we find out that, um, because we see that Ted is making these recordings mm-hmm. and it's like he's investigating the town. And I think at first we're kind of impl- it's implied that oh he's he's getting ready for all the werewolves to come in because he's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out no 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 he is hired to investigate this town because apparently a lot of a lot of the biggest criminals in the country are hiding in this town. Uh, by the way, a fact that never comes up again. <laughs> right. We'd already found the one convict who who turned up dead, but everyone else never gets brought up again. So was he like an Australian FBI agent? I don't know. I don't know. But he was paid to do this, and the first guy who died was the guy that apparently paid him to do this. But then later on, he's accused of being blackmailed by that guy because that guy was going to expose who he really was. That means that he wasn't actually hired to do this expose on the town. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't know which one it was. It left it in such a murky place. I don't think it made it clear. Was he there to do the expose? Was he there because he was on the run? Was he there because like it offers both? But it's not like in this way where it's it's intentionally ambiguous because it's made, like because by the end he's clearly still supposed to be a good character because he mm-hmm. teams up with the cop to trick the actual werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean maybe he's just there for the the music, <laughs> the ambience. Yeah. I will say this, the the twist of who the werewolf is, who by the way turns out to be the same werewolf as the fifth movie, um, works in a way because I didn't remember what she looked like, even though it shows me her photo multiple sure. times from the, it shows you a photo from five multiple times throughout mm-hmm. this movie, and I still didn't recognise her when she revealed it was her, and I checked, it's the same actress, oh, Okay. <laughs> I double checked, Ma- Mary Lou is played by the same actress, uh, right. and it turns out that she set all that, because she eventually, you know, gets Ted. She 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 breaks Ted out of the the room, as if she wants to help him for some reason, and sits him down, and then basically implies that she's behind the whole thing. And he's like, "Oh, you're behind all this." And I'm I'm like, "What do you mean all this? Like, as, as if there was some master plan?" Because for some reason she was in cahoots with the woman from four, even though the woman from four wasn't a werewolf, but she was in cahoots with her, and she was the one who hired Ted. But then she killed the woman from four to cover her tracks, and now she's going to kill Ted, but then it turns out, no, 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 this was all a ruse from him and the cop, the cop shows up, they wanted to hear hear her confess, (laughs) but she's like, hey Ted, don't you recognise me, we've met before in Budapest, I'm Mary Lou, 
and I'm like, oh, okay. And, but it's the same actress, so I can't argue with them. I, I guess it is her. Uh, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess it makes perfect sense. There's no need to question anything. <laughs> do you know what this is? This is a horrible script and a horrible script mm. writer who's trying to do like a really smart, intelligent, like twisty thriller. Mm. That's what this is. This is someone who thinks they're trying to be really smart, but it's a mess mm. and nothing comes across coherently. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he wrote what he thought was probably a great, you know, 13-page script. Uh, <laughs> and then... <laughs> I, do you know what, Tim? I would love to know how many pages the script has, actually. Yeah. I, that's a, it's a good thing to bring up. I would love to know how how long it is, because so much of it is just freaking line dancing. <laughs> Which, by the way, and Ted like... has a love interest. He, he has a love interest that apparently has not had a lot of romance since her, she got divorced like years ago and she's like very standoffish and she like says no I don't want to have sex because it's been a while and she says that like three times and then eventually she just says you know what yeah no you can stay let's have sex and then it's irrelevant it never gets brought up again the fact that he's with someone romantically is irrelevant for the whole rest of the movie well maybe she had to wait three years <laughs> so she could <laughs> make babies or something And then, yeah, but basically, <laughs> basically after the cop and the the, the and Ted confront her, um, she she runs out. She well, she no, so first she transforms into the wolf, which is some of the worst <laughs> werewolf transformation mm-hmm. effects I've ever seen. And by effects, all I mean is the 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 images fade from her to the werewolf, but stretches at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's god awful. She runs out of the the building, <laughs> thinking she's going to get away. But the entire town are waiting there with guns, and mm-hmm. I say they blast it to hell. You hear the gunshots when the camera cuts <laughs> away. You don't actually get to see anything, and then it comes to a country music number with the the, it, the old woman. Like this is insane. Like first of all, like one of the most important things in a uh, werewolf movie is the transformation sequence. So I, I'm assuming this movie had like no money, but if you are gonna spend anything. Yeah, at least do enough to get a little bit of werewolf going on here, but it looks like a, you know, 1994 screensaver or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is uh, ridiculous. That's a good first for it. It's a 1994 yeah. screensaver. Uh, and, it, and it's like, yeah, it's literally like 10 seconds and then, yeah, okay, so if you can't do the transformation sequence, at least be able to get someone in a costume and then see someone you know, fight it or whatever, but it's crazy. Like you said, you know, they show him like cocking the gun or whatever. And then it just like, you know, black screen and you hear like the gunshots, like they they don't even show it. It's insane. This, this, this is somehow worse than the last three movies. And the last three were all terrible. I I am (laughs) baffled by that. Do you know how I would describe this movie? Uh, I I tweeted this out actually, when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. This movie feels like you're visiting someone else's really boring grandparents. <laughs> and they won't show up about country music. I mean, even one of the plot points in the movie, if you even call it that, is that Ted keeps trying to like get everyone into this country singer that he likes. So he's got all these cassettes that he keeps like sort of pushing on people. Um, and there's a scene actually where they accidentally put in the tape that he's been recording his own thoughts about the town on <laughs> and they all go really quiet and he like walks in and says you weren't meant to hear that and like walks off and they're all like upset at him <laughs> but nothing that you actually hear from the tape sounds that bad no 
It just sounds like he's saying, oh, that's a really nice little town and everyone kind of is mesmerized on it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, yeah, mm. mesmerized is kind of like a good word for it because everyone does just seem like they're just like blanket, like they just like are vacant dolls that <laughs> they're just always like staring off into the distance. And like uh, e- even like the the line dancing, which I, I've never line danced myself, but I imagine that people do it because they like it and they have fun with it. This seemed like the most stiff, robotic, like, in line dancing, like, ever. Like, no one looked like they're having fun. They're all just, like, not smiling, Tim, <laughs> moving very slowly. <laughs> line dancing is serious business now. That's not, that's, that's not for fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also see him dance with the love interest, like, five times. Like, where he'll take her off mm-hmm. the, from the bar and, like, they'll, you know, I, I, I'm sure I saw him do the same like spin moves with her, with her like like four or five times. It, yeah. th- this this movie is 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 something else. Like it, it's not as it's not as terrible as something like say Birdemic, but it like that said, <laughs> there is some pretty dodgy like dialogue recording at some points where someone's like clearly slightly off mic. Mm-hmm. There's a few scenes yeah. like that. It was, in fact, uh, see the scene I was talking about earlier, where it's the detective and the the priest like telling each other their what they think's happened. Mm-hmm. There's at one point I thought it cut to a different scene uh, later on because the, the 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 audio quality changed, but then it cut back to the same scene like because it, it cut to like footage of stuff happening as he was talking over it. But the the, mm-hmm. the 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 quality of what he was saying, the recording sounded different. That I thought this was meant to be later, and him like in a different location talking to someone else. But then it cut back and they were still sitting in the same room having the same conversation. So that's just one of those things. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you know, even on a, you know, technical level, like, uh, you know, the the film quality is pretty bad. The audio is really bad. Like, there isn't anything about this that uh, is like that redeeming. Like, I mean, like, to be fair, um, there were definitely parts I laughed at, you know, because of the, oh, this is so dumb and bad kind of thing. But it's not really one that I could recommend. Like it's not a, you know, troll to room kind of situation no. where it's like, Oh my God, you got to see it. It's, it's, it's too boring. Most of it, yeah. It's far, far too boring like, for that. Yeah. Like I would definitely recommend maybe people like if, if you can look up clips or something of it, like, you know, watch a minute or two to get a sense of it. And then just imagine that times like, you know, 90 minutes, but uh, yeah, it's, it's so, painfully like slow and boring it yeah. is uh, Cause even, a struggle even, to get through even not in the line dancing stuff there's so many scenes <laughs> of like one of them telling a joke at the bar and then like the mm-hmm. the woman coming out and like chastising them for not working or something like that and then mm-hmm. but it'll always linger on that moment for like an extra minute the longer yeah. it is to see if you cut all that out if you cut the line dancing out and the country music mm-hmm. montages you'd be left mm-hmm. with maybe like 20 minutes of plot yeah maybe <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Maybe <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, um, this is this is atrocious. I I can't imagine. Like oh, clearly, th- these were making uh, money on VHS. That they they kept letting this guy make his these direct to video howling sequels because mm. he did three of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh boy. Also, it's kind of funny how six is kind of like this mm. weird odd one out where six isn't. Like wasn't really anything to do with him, but it did reference the the, the killer from five. So they they mm-hmm. did reference it in this, but it was really four and five that tie heavily into this one. Yeah. So I, <sighs> I don't know. I, Tim, I, <laughs> I, I this might be the worst franchise I've ever watched. 
Uh, well, you know, I uh, so what, what do you have? One more movie left? Yeah, one more left. Yeah. Okay. The, so, the, I, the Twilight inspired one. Oh Jesus! Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I I doubt that the last one will really redeem it or anything. But yeah, this this one's really tough. Like I, it's I, as I was thinking the same thing the other day. I was like, yeah, is this my most hated franchise? Um, and then, you know, the the one we always you know we always talk about is Saw. Neither of us like the Saw movies, but at least though with saw like it's you know it's bad i don't like it but i get what they're going for and i i i can understand that there are people out there that you know that like saw or whatever um yeah, saw is obnoxious i think and what it's doing but like just on like basic filmmaking levels it's it's yeah. better than this yeah, I think when it comes down to it, I'd rather watch something that is actually competently made versus something that is just barely a movie strung together. That's oof, it's it's really rough. It's, yeah, it's barely a movie. That it's like it's not quite Birdemic levels by any means, but it, it is barely a movie. Sure, like it, it barely qualifies as one. And yeah. yeah, this this was this was painful to sit through. It was dull. It was boring. It was repetitive, and there was very few like I, I laughed out loud because it kept cutting back to the same scene of the cop and the, the priest because like days yeah. were passing and it was still the same night for them that was making me laugh every time it cut back to them but that was that was the the most fun i had i think yeah. in the whole I, thing and i think it's easier to laugh about it in retrospect like you're not really laughing that much when you're watching it other than mm. maybe just being like you, you might do a like are you kidding me what <laughs> uh but like uh yeah it's not like one where you're really laughing out loud like it's kind of funny talking about it now and like referencing the line dancing the the music the <laughs> the fart scene or something like you know but as you're watching it like you're not really laughing that much or the random scene where they're in the bathroom just so they can make a dick joke Oh right, <laughs> yeah. Just just ra- like it's full of just random things. It's, oh, this is what we can do in our one bar set. Yeah, <laughs> you know that'll fill like more than half the movie up. It's it's mm. oh, it's it's awful. So mm. yeah, uh, I, I guess we'll I guess we'll read it. There's mm. not there's not much more to add. Uh, insane convoluted like kind of twists toward the end that make, don't make a whole lot of sense. Um. Mm. Uh, all the kill scenes are in this red POV that's like yeah. impossible to make anything out. Uh, mm. Terrible acting through and through. Terrible dialogue through and through. Uh, very lack lacking in plot, lacking in werewolf, <laughs> lacking in everything. Yeah. Uh, dodgy production values. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know, Tim. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to rate this. Because I, I, I feel like... I feel like, you know, if I look at the things that I've given a one on this show, mm-hmm. or a zero even, because we give It Watches a zero, and It Watches is worse than this. Mm-hmm. I feel like... This is like a 1.5. That's actually exactly <laughs> where I was thinking. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the... Yeah, because, uh... Like, the, the other movies that we've given ones to, I think... To get a one, I think you actually have to induce anger. Yes, in yes. Me. That, Joe, I was thinking of I was thinking of the darkness in my head. Okay. We, we get, I give that a one, 
and that was obviously i mean it's a it's an actual produced movie with kevin bacon in it so it's, it's got mm-hmm. better value than this in terms of just yeah. how it looks and stuff but um that made me angry yeah <laughs> this didn't make me angry this just made me like painfully bored and apathetic yeah and and like the and you know there's other movies that maybe might be boring or bad or cheesy or whatever but maybe you give it a two or a three because they have little bright spots or you know there's one little sequence that was fun or anything but that really isn't anything like this i think the point five is nice just because all right there's a few funny things and it you know looking back on it in retrospect there's some stuff that you can kind of laugh about but yeah, like, and really, I, I, he can't get much higher than that. I guess the point five, if nothing else, is just for trying to tie the last three movies into some sort of continuity. Sure. When sure. they were all separate before. Like, they, like sure, the, the werewolf from five had a cameo in six. But, you know, yeah. blinking, you'll miss it. But other than that, they are three standalone movies that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> they should have tied in the marsupials. They didn't do that. But, uh, you know, that they're taking real balls. Yeah. <laughs> Taking real balls. Hey, anyway, so we got one left. We got one Howling movie left. We'll get to that, you Ooh. know, hopefully uh, soon. I say hopefully because we're, we're going through like five franchises now <laughs> and rotating <laughs> through them. But uh, we have one Howling movie left. It's called Howling Reborn. And it's much oh, later because okay. it was like 2011. This was 1995. Mm-hmm. The next one's 2011. Was there, oh, wait, am I crazy? Was there already like a rebirth or something? <laughs> movie yeah howling five was called the rebirth <laughs> okay this is reborn all right yeah nice yeah um so yeah that's the thing um so we'll get to that soon um i mean i'm expecting it to be terrible i being made in 2011 though means that it'll be at least in hd and won't look like shitty vhs so that's that's a plus yeah like at least yeah you know, <laughs> i'll be able to understand most of the dialogue and stuff so i'm sure there'll be yeah some bright spots like that oh yeah there was absolutely lines of dialogue in this that i didn't catch just because they were just inaudible yeah (laughs) absolutely and god bless uh if any i don't know if anyone's gonna be tasked with having to do some type of hd remaster for this movie but uh there is (laughs) no demand for this maybe maybe the the people who own the bar if they're still alive maybe they want the hd remastered but (laughs) I feel like you know there are horror nerds that would want like a full box set, even though, you know, that's it's probably not the best thing. But oh my god, <laughs> imagine a marathon of the Halloween movies. That would that would take some uh, <laughs> some balls. Uh, the thing is, I'd, I'd rather watch Rob Zombie's Halloween again and watch like four, Ooh. five, six, or seven of this again because they're they're all at least that movie makes me angry like sure like the last four of these are just like so painfully dull to sit through yeah. uh, maybe if you need something to fall asleep to or i don't know <laughs> there's gotta be some use for it out there yeah cure for insom- insomnia yeah that's that's what they're for um all right well that that, that wraps up howling seven and new moon rising and what was the new moon rising i don't know <laughs> honestly i don't know if they ever showed a moon in the movie oh they did uh right before um okay. the, the werewolf transformed at the end she looked out the window and saw a full moon so there was a full oh, moon okay. <laughs> that was a thing so 
yeah, uh, that, that is the show. Uh, if you want to support the show, um, you can head over to patreon.com slash TV, and you can uh, get get access to voting for one of the episodes every month. You get access to more stuff. Uh, some stuff you get early, uh, but mostly you get a warm, fuzzy feeling inside for supporting us mm-hmm. and helping us out and uh, keeping the episodes coming. Uh, but you can also support us in other ways by liking and subscribing all that stuff. YouTube really values likes. Like, it makes things show up in search results and recommends videos mm. out based on likes so if you like the show you like to rambling about this then click the like button and whatever <laughs> uh, i feel like it's such a shill asking for likes but this is actually youtube care about it so. yeah, that's fair yeah uh, but yeah guys on twitter at screams midnight if you want some updates and things and things of that nature, uh, you could do that. Uh, you could also... Is there anything else to promote? I don't know. Um, do you know, I feel like something we don't do enough at the end of these is like promote something else that we do. Um, like on, on, on sure. Mail Fuzz. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll take this time. If you enjoy video games, me and Connor do a monthly video game mm-hmm. podcast now called 1080-bit. Maybe Tim will guest mm-hmm. star uh, someday. Oh, sure. Yeah. If he wants to talk about games. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but yeah we just had our second episode uh, of that recently uh, in fact by the time you see this the third one might be up because this, this is getting recorded a little bit in advance but mm-hmm. um, yeah so you know, so that's a meaty podcast we do once a month uh, so check yeah. that out there's an audio feed of course it's also on the YouTube page as you'd expect but uh, that is us so thank you very much once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys we'll see you next time <laughs>